You are tuned into the Dr. Tina Show with Dr. Tina Moore. For more, visit drtina.com. On this episode of the Dr. Tina Show, I'm going to be doing a quick and dirty episode all about waist circumference. I get asked this question a lot as I reference it often in my podcasts, on my Instagram, and people say, well, what does my waist circumference have to do with anything? It turns out it may quite literally be the most sensitive indicator of what your future health is going to look like. So let's jump in. Have you ever looked at how much sugar is in most food bars today? Many of the popular brands have more sugar than most candy bars, and they're sold as health foods. Another ingredient most folks don't consider are the nasty artificial sweeteners or sugar alcohols used to sweeten them, all of which can wreck digestion. While I wasn't keen on food bars for a long time, last year I got turned on to Paleo Valley Superfood Bars. Paleo Valley Superfood Bars are made with 100% grass-fed bone broth protein, and they're full of collagen, which supports digestion and makes joints happy. Plus, they're sweetened with just a touch of monk fruit extract. They're gluten-free, GMO-free, sugar-free, and dairy-free, but also loaded with superfoods. Paleo Valley Superfood Bars come in a variety of delicious flavors, and the dark chocolate are easily my favorite dessert snack. Listeners of The Dr. Tina Show can save 15% off right now by heading to paleovalley.com forward slash Dr. Tina. Be sure to use that specific link, which you can also find in the show notes, and the discount will be automatically applied. Right now for fall, they even have a pumpkin spice bar that's outstanding. Head to paleovalley.com forward slash Dr. Tina and save 15% off now. First of all, I'm just going to give you the numbers in case you decide to bounce from this episode. If you're a female and your waist is above 31.5, you're walking into the red zone. Now, different parameters, different studies, different data points will tell you that 35 inches is the high end, but I'm telling you that's the red flag end. So 31.5 inches is, you wanna be at that or below. This is irrespective of your, really your height, your ethnic background, it doesn't matter. 31.5 is the high end. If I were at 31.5, I could tell you, I'm almost 5'7", I could tell you with certainty that I would be definitely in the insulin resistant group. I'll get to that in a second. For men, it's 37 or below. If you are up at 40 or above, you are in the red zone. You're in the red flag zone. Another way to look at this is to do half of your height in any measurement you want. Inches, centimeters, doesn't matter. Um, metric, <laughs> if you're Canadian <laughs> or you know European, it doesn't matter. Just measure your height in whatever measurement you want to measure it in and then take half of that and you should be well below that. But that halfway mark is also a red flag. For me, that would be about 33 inches or so, like 33 and a half. So um, there's no way I would be healthy and my labs would look good if my waist were at, was at 33 and a half. Just telling you, I'm around... At, when I'm at my high end of comfort level, I'm at about 29 inches. So, but we're all different. I'm not saying we have to match up. And this isn't about anything besides your waist circumference. And this is why it matters. First of all, we have studies looking at, you may have heard of waist to hip ratios. There's waist to wrist ratios, like your actual wrist. Um, there's ways of measuring the neck. There's all kinds of measurements they've done. And by and large, waist circumference is the most sensitive indicator of future risk for type 2 diabetes. And if it's 
edging up on just the edge, uh, you are probably sitting in metabolic syndrome zone. Now I'll tell you what I told my patients when they walked in the door. If their waist was above 31.5 for women and 37 for men, and they had high blood pressure or even elevating blood pressure, I have done a few episodes about high blood pressure in the past. We will link them in the show notes. But if you have elevating blood pressure and you have elevating waist circumference, you are definitely walking into metabolic dysfunction. And what is metabolic dysfunction? Some will call it prediabetes. And some will say you have to hit certain parameters before you get to prediabetes. The bottom line is metabolic dysfunction is insulin resistance, which is prediabetes, which means you are headed towards type 2 diabetes unless you turn the ship around unless you actively turn the car around and the ship around and you start implementing lifestyle changes immediately, you will walk into type two diabetes. And you've heard me say this before, type two diabetes is the extreme end of metabolic dysfunction. By the time somebody gets there, it's been 15, you know, 10, 15, 20 years really of metabolic changes happening inside the body that are deleterious to your health and not conducive to longevity. So there's that where and how to measure. Women, it's about two finger breaths or about an inch above your belly button. That is going to be naturally where your waist should be smallest. Now you may have fat distribution that changes that and your waist is not the smallest there. Doesn't matter. That's where you measure. Men, you want to measure at your belly button. So you've got the numbers there. Um, and what does it mean when your waist is circumference is elevating? It means that you have visceral fat, which is the fat that lies underneath the muscle. This is not subcutaneous fat that lies above the muscle, which is a safer type of fat. This is the visceral fat that lies below the muscle. This can become a problem uh, even in the smallest amounts, depending on the person. So really a lot of variables there to look at, too many to get into in this episode, but it depends on how you're built. Your ethnic background does actually matter in this case. But like in um, Asian populations and Eastern Indian populations, even the smallest amount of visceral fat can be really, really challenging to their system. So they may look thin to the observer, but they are actually rocking a, a very dangerous situation with that visceral fat creeping up. So they don't need to get as much visceral fat as say a Caucasian person, but with that, you know, for them to have really terrible side effects from it, like heart attacks, et cetera. So we don't want visceral fat creeping up and that's the inflammatory fat. That's the kind of fat that is responding to your insulin. It's responding to your inflammation in your body. It's driving your insulin. It's driving your inflammation. It turns into a really messy chicken and egg situation. And I will say that a diet high in refined carbohydrates and also those folks who like alcohol, you know, we know the beer belly. Uh, beer belly, in my opinion, is, you know, a, at least what I've seen be so dangerous is these tall skinny guys with these protuberant bellies. I mean, that's really some of the most dangerous belly fat around. And then especially if you've got upper belly. So if you start to have a protruding upper belly, you're definitely dealing with some insulin resistance. And I've got so many episodes um, on my whole platforms about this, you guys. So go back and listen to all my podcasts. <laughs> and we'll link the most important ones in the show notes. 
This episode of The Dr. Tina Show is brought to you by my personal line of products that you can find inside my online store. A daily necessity for anyone who wants optimal brain performance to enjoy improved executive function, clarity, and concentration, my vital brain with Magtine is the obvious choice. Magtine is a patented form of magnesium 3 and 8, the only form of magnesium proven in animal studies to cross the blood-brain barrier. Boosting the brain's magnesium levels is vital to healthy cognition, which includes long and short-term memory, learning, stress management, and even sleep. Vital Brain comes in a delicious lemon-lime flavor that easily mixes into water or your morning smoothie, and it does not impact your bowels like other forms of magnesium can. It gets into your brain where it's needed, less pills, improved absorption. Magtine has been shown in studies to raise brain levels of magnesium, which impacts brain synapses directly. Unlike other brain products on the market that work via brain stimulation, often overstimulation, Magteen works via a completely different mechanism. When brain magnesium levels are not optimal, synapse function deteriorates. By delivering magnesium into the synapses, vital brain helps brain cells stay healthy without being overactivated. Consequently, brain cells respond to signals with clarity and robustness. While I can't make specific health claims, tell you how to dose, or make individual health recommendations, I can tell you how these supplements work. As always, check with your health provider before beginning any supplement regimen. Listeners of The Dr. Tina Show can enjoy 10% off Vital Brain by using the code VITALBRAIN10 in all capital letters over inside my store at store.drtina.com. I use this product every morning and it significantly improves my productivity throughout the day. Again, head to store.drtina.com and use code VITALBRAIN10, all capital letters, for 10% off. Just to give you some perspective, about 75% of U.S. adults are either overweight or obese. And a large percentage of that is obese, morbidly obese. So we have, it's not just that 75% are overweight, there's about 35% overweight about, and these are rough numbers, about 35, 40% obese, pretty equal. And of that group, the bulk of them have or will develop, and I'm talking like 86%, the last uh, National Diabetes Association survey I looked at, some are, I, I believe around 86% of those folks are going to develop or walk into type two diabetes eventually. So it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And, you know, the healthy body fat, for instance, if you're able to get your hands on like a DEXA scan, a healthy body fat for a male is 18 to 24%. And the average American male is sitting at 28%. And a healthy average body fat for an adult female is 25 to 31%. And the average American female is sitting at 40%. So Houston, we've got a problem. And this is, there's lots of ways to try to start addressing the problem And I understand that it's nuanced, but at the end of the day, the onus of responsibility comes down to the individual and whether or not they're willing to put in the work to improve their lifestyle habits and to start to live an insulin sensitive lifestyle and a metabolically healthy lifestyle. And so that's all the things, right, that we talk about. If you guys want to assess your metabolic health, I have a free guide for you. It's quite literally the International Diagnostic Guidelines for Metabolic Syndrome, and it can be found on my website. We'll link it here in the show notes. It's always in every episode of the show notes more recently, and I'd love for you guys to grab it. You'll get entered into um, 
a short series of emails that'll give you more information and educate you further. If you're, and then, you know, obviously it's for educational purposes only, but it's designed for you to print out, take to your doctor and have a conversation and start working on this. The other solution I would say is to, if you really want to deep dive, if you know that your waist circumference is up there and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to do something about this. Now I'm ready. Grab my metabolic revamp toolkit. I've just updated it. It's awesome. I've got a whole high blood pressure guide in there for you now that's been added. There's a masterclass in there that I've added. And so it's a really great resource. Go ahead and grab that metabolic revamp toolkit. Uh, if you are a purchaser of it from prior and you guys want the video masterclass, that is available for separate purchase too. So I'll leave that in the show notes. And then pretty much every, you know, everything I talk about, this whole podcast and everything I talk about revolves around metabolic health and how you can get yours dialed in because this is something that I've seen creeping up. Back when I started practicing, I would run specific lab markers like serum insulin on every patient. And my colleagues would tease me and say, hey, Dr. Tina thinks everybody has metabolic syndrome. Well, that was in the late 2000s. And here we are. And quite literally data from 2018 showed that 94% of US adults have metabolic dysfunction. And I'm sure that number has gotten significantly worse since COVID. So, you know, since everybody got locked down for a couple of years, depending on where you lived, we know that in from 2020 to 2021 that the rates of childhood type 2 diabetes doubled due to lockdowns. So we are sitting in a pickle. The long-term sequelae of metabolic dysfunction type 2 diabetes is cardiovascular disease. If the heart attack doesn't get you, the dementia will. And Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's is type 3 diabetes. We've known this since the early 2000s. It's nothing new or novel. So these are real concerns and I'm not sharing any of this to scare you. I am sharing it because I know that we are at the point in the year when res New Year's resolutions start to wane. This isn't a New Year's resolution. This is a necessity. And I highly encourage you all to take massive action now. And I am here to help you every step of the way. If you are interested in learning more about GLP-1 agonists such as Ozempic Wegovi, and you've been either discussing this with your doctor and you're scared or you've been uh, just scared away by the media. I have no idea why the smear campaign on, on this is so strong because so much of what you're hearing is ridiculous and not true, but a lot of people believe it. And if you are interested in really learning the facts about these, I have a whole series of podcasts on that. I will link the first episode, episode 106 in the show notes. And then you can go from there. They're all in there. And then I have a free mini course all about GLP-1 agonists where I talk about the most frequently asked questions. And that can be found at drtina.com forward slash Ozempic done right. And I'm actually releasing a whole course that I is going to be for practitioners and for the public at a high level to educate you about the comprehensive treatment protocols that need to happen for effective weight loss I have a lot of experience in this guy is going back into my clinical practice. And it's not just about the GLP-1 agonist. If that's all you're doing to lose weight and you're just cranking up the dose, you quite literally may end up in a worse situation than you started. So consider my course. It, it'll be coming out in a few weeks here, somewhere in uh, mid-February, I hope. And that's it for the show today. If you like this episode, I would love if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. I love Apple Podcasts for that. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. It really helps get the message out. It helps my rankings. Your reviews mean a lot to me. I read them all, the good ones and the bad, and I appreciate them very much. It's 
sometimes I feel like I'm talking into an echo chamber as I stare out on my farmland. And I those reviews are what keep me coming back to create content for you guys. I'm really trying to help humans at this point in time because we need it. And we cannot go into whatever they are planning for us. You know, there's rumblings in the media about a new, you know, disease X, you may have heard of it. I'm not scared of that, but I will tell you that we did very poorly with the first pandemic because of poor metabolic health. That was predominantly why. And I really want everybody to start to learn and educate themselves so that they can be empowered and take care of themselves and take care of their families best they can so that they're not privy to the medical matrix, which is clearly not... Uh, <laughs> I have never found them to be that helpful in my entire life. That's why I became a doctor. So anyway, with that, I will bid you adieu. Thank you so much. We will be back next week. Thanks for listening to The Dr. Tina Show. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Tina, that's D-R-T-Y-N-A and Dr. Tina 2.0, as well as visit my website at drtina.com. This is a Resonant Media production produced by Drake Peterson and mixed by Chris McCone. The theme song is by John the Guilt. As always, you can email the show at podcast at drtina.com. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. See you next week. This podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practices of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. I am a doctor, but I am not your doctor. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and the materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content on this podcast is intended not to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice from any medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions.